Well, hello, teachers, and welcome to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. My name is Caitlin Mitchell, and I am your host. So last week, Jessica and I were supposed to have an in-person professional development workshop with a school here in the Bay Area, and it was you know, going to be focused on our evidence-based writing framework, which hopefully at this point you know is something that we are just totally obsessed with. I talk about it all the time, I feel like. Um, but the terrible fires that we've had in Northern California caused just millions of people to be without power, myself included, the school included. Um, So we had to push everything back a week. So we're actually headed there today, shortly, as I'm recording this episode on Monday, the day before we publish it. Um, So I'm heading down there to the school very soon, and I'm super, super excited about it. And as I promised you on the podcast last week, I'm still going to be sharing with you a small win that we'll be teaching those same teachers today that you can take back into your class as well. So as we're kind of doing this in-person workshop, we're trying to do the workshop with you guys on the podcast as well. So it's really fun. Um, So the writing strategy that I'll be covering today with you guys in this episode is a part of our evidence-based writing framework that Jessica and I have created and used over the last five years with our own students, as well as with the teachers that we coached at our schools when we were both ELA coaches and the thousands of middle school ELA teachers that we work with online as well. And so I absolutely love what we're going to be talking about today, and I'm so, so excited to share it with you guys because our evidence-based writing framework is a total game changer when it comes to teaching writing. I mean, it just makes so much sense, and I love it. I'm obsessed with it, and I I just know you're going to feel the same way too. And I just want to say that if you haven't listened to last week's episode yet, I would highly suggest you go do that first. So head to episode number 33, which is all about hooking your students when introducing literary analysis writing to them. And that episode has an awesome free download as well. So make sure that you go listen to that one and then come back here. Okay, hopefully you paused and then went and listened to the other one and now you're back into this one. I also want to say that I will be sharing some small pieces of the framework of the evidence-based writing framework with you guys kind of here and there over the next couple of weeks on the podcast. But if you really, really want to learn like the ins and outs of it all and exactly how we teach our students to write in a way that is critical, that is focused, and that is just honestly, just freaking awesome, for lack of a better term, then I want you to make sure that you mark your calendars for December 29th. And that is the day that our incredible online professional development course called Writing Instruction, A Proven Approach, which is all about how to teach literary analysis writing using our evidence-based writing framework. That day, December 29th, is when we open enrollment for our online PD course. And I'm so excited about it because although it seems kind of far away, it will be here before we know it. I know November goes by like that, and then all of a sudden the holidays are over. So it's just in time, December 29th, to get your new year off to an amazing, amazing start. So go ahead, mark your calendars, and then you can also get on the wait list right now so that you don't miss out. So you get like a little reminder from us. It's an awesome way to make sure that you have that written down. So to get on the wait list, go to ebacademics.com forward slash writing wait list. And when you sign up to be on the wait list, you also gain immediate access to one of our amazing free online trainings that's focused on literary analysis writing as well. 
well. So we put something together to kind of like hold you over until December 29th. And that is a three-part video series that we're calling Three Essentials for Teaching Literary Analysis Writing. And it is going to help you see even more wins in your classroom right now. So head over to ebacademics.com forward slash writing waitlist to get that free training and then to be on the waitlist for December 29th so that you do not forget. Okay, so now let's get into today's episode, which is all about eliminating writer's block. Welcome to the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast, where it's all things reading and writing all the time. Game-changing lessons and fresh ideas, along with a dose of inspiration, are shared to help make your teaching life just a bit easier. And now your host, from the blog EB Academics, Caitlin Mitchell. Okay, so today's writing strategy is taken straight from our online course, Writing Instruction, A Proven Approach, and it is a strategy that you could immediately start using with your students. And we will be talking about, like I said, how to eliminate writer's block for your students when they sit down to write an essay. So first, I want you to to picture this, okay? Let's pretend that you've just finished reading a novel or a short story or a poem or whatever in your class, and that final assessment for this unit is for your students to write a literary analysis essay to respond to the text. Great. You've given them the prompt. They have their binder paper out with their book sitting next to them or their piece sitting next to them, and all seems good to go. However... As you start to walk around the room and do an initial check as they begin writing, you notice that a few of your students have written absolutely nothing down. It's like 10 or 15 minutes into the writing assignment, they only have an hour to write this piece, and their paper is still blank. Like they've literally written nothing down. So you walk over to them quietly, you conference with them, you know, these individual students, you ask them, hey, what's going on? And it's the same exact response every time. I don't know what to write. Yikes. It's possible that in this moment you become a bit frustrated because at this point you and your students have essentially analyzed the story to death and your students have had plenty to say in the discussions. You went over the assignment with clear instructions and you've asked if there were any questions and everything seemed good to go. So why are there so many blank stares from your kids? Why do they not know what to write? And if you're feeling frustrated, imagine how your students might be feeling, right? They have ideas floating around in their head, but there's this intense pressure to explain themselves clearly. And they're on this time crunch to finish the essay before this class period is over. And they simply cannot start their paper. They truly don't know what to write. And they truly don't know where to begin or how to even start. But what if I said to you, that there was a simple, like ridiculously simple strategy that you could teach your students so that they would feel confident starting every single literary analysis essay from here on out. What if the blank stares could disappear? What if students could start writing immediately for their in-class essay? And what if students' essays could become more focused? That all sounds awesome, right? Like, yes, that's what we want. That's what we want to do for our students. Well, what we're going to talk about today is going to do all of that for your kids. No more, I don't know what to write, Mrs. Mitchell. No more blank stares. No more students feeling bad because they haven't written anything and they're 15 minutes in and now they're feeling nervous and anxious. 
No more of that at all. So let's talk now about this exact strategy that we use with our teachers inside our online writing course, Writing Instruction, A Proven Approach, as well as in our in-person PDs. And this is what we're going to be doing with the teachers that we're going to see today. It's a very, very simple concept. So when you want to have your students write an in-class essay, we want you to have them use what we call a TAG, T-A-G. So TAG stands for Title, Author, Genre. And all students have to do when they sit down to start writing their essays is identify the title, the author, and the genre of the text that they're writing about and just put it into a complete sentence. Like that's it. It's really that simple. So let's do an example so you can see what this looks like. Let's imagine that your class read the short story, The Gift of the Magi. This is an example I I love to use. And you're having them write a final literary analysis essay that answers the question, in which story, or I'm sorry, in the story, which character made the bigger sacrifice and why? So that's the question that they're answering. So if students were responding to this question, they would start their entire essay with a tag. So they might write something as simple as, The Gift of the Magi is a short story written by O'Henry. They've got the title, they've got the author, they've got the genre. Or they could switch it up if they wanted to and write, oh, Henry wrote the short story, The Gift of the Magi. doesn't matter what order tag is in as long as they incorporate all three elements. So while these are both like very, very basic examples that this strategy encompasses, as students get stronger with composing tags, you can have them add various modifiers to make their tag more interesting. Right. So they can add adjectives here and there, um, some adverbs, whatever they want to add to make that sentence just a little bit meatier and stronger. And then as they get even stronger with this concept, students can then begin to combine their tag with the beginning part of the summary of the text that they've read. So I'm telling you, using this incredibly simple and straightforward tag is truly going to help your students eliminate that writer's block when they sit down to write their literary analysis essays. Because when we have them do hook, they sit there thinking about like, what's going to be an interesting way to get my get someone interested to read my paper? And then they spend all of this time on the hook when what really actually matters, the justification, their analysis, their reasoning, their critical thinking, that's what we're looking for. We're not looking for that first sentence as a basis for how well they know this story and can critically analyze this paper, this story, right, that they've read in their paper. No. So just give them the simple tag to start with so that they can get to the heart and meat of what it is that they are going to write about so that they can truly show us their skills, Okay, so it's very simple. It's very straightforward. So, of course, we want you to now start using tag in your classroom right away. So we want to take what we've learned and we want to implement it. So when your students are coming up on a literary analysis essay assignment, maybe you have one right before you know, uh, Thanksgiving break or right before the holidays, you can teach this simple tip to your students, you know, a week before, do a couple practices with them, but make it a priority way for them to start their essays. Like this is the new thing that they're going to start doing. And the tag is going to keep your students writing focused from the beginning. They're not going to be blankly staring at their papers anymore. And they're going to start off their essays 
feeling confident because they know how to begin. They're given explicit instructions for how to start. And they're not going to sit there dilly-dallying over an interesting hook that then kind of takes away from their confidence if they can't come up with one. So we want them to feel confident. We want them to start off on the right foot. And this is, is exactly what teaching tag is going to do for our kids. Okay, so now I know some of you are sitting here listening and saying, all right, Caitlin, this is well and good, but tag is only one sentence, right? I need the rest of the stuff. What about all of the things that students get stuck on in the rest of their essay? And like I said at the beginning, we are just scratching the surface on today's episode. We'll be talking a lot more about literary analysis writing over the next couple of weeks. But like I said, our online professional development course, Writing Instruction, A Proven Approach, includes every single little thing needed for students to craft a kick-ass essay. Like, no joke, I'm not making that up at all. It's amazing what students are able to compose using the framework that we've developed, evidence-based writing. And so in our online PD, we go into detail about how to connect tag to a summary, how to craft a claim, what to put into body paragraphs, and I'm talking seamlessly woven evidence and justification, thoughtful conclusions, MLA format, like the whole freaking kitchen sink, everything. It truly incorporates everything that you need. And just to give you an idea of what other teachers have gone through, who have gone through the course, have to say, I just want to share one piece of feedback that we got from a middle school ELA teacher named Darcy. And Darcy sent us an email after using this framework with her students last year. And she said to us, my students love this writing approach, her students as it makes so much sense to them. Their writing is so much stronger and cohesive and their levels of analysis have deepened. We recently finished writing full research papers and for the first time in 20 years, my sixth grade students' first research writing efforts were absolutely amazing. I attribute this solely to their understanding of the evidence-based writing approach and how to set up their paragraphs with ease. Wow. (laughs) When I got that piece of feedback, I was like, holy cow, that's amazing to hear. And of course, we want those same transformational results for you and for your students, for your students to see that transformation that Darcy's sixth grader saw as well. I mean, could you imagine how how great that would make your kids feel and how awesome that would be to see as a teacher in your classroom? And so I don't want you to forget to get on the wait list for our course, which arrives on December 29th. Again, you can just go to ebacademics.com forward slash writing waitlist to add your name. And then you'll also immediately be enrolled in our free online training called Three Essentials for Teaching Literary Analysis. And that'll hold you over while you wait. So we're going to talk about essential questions. We're going to talk about how to get students to expand on their justification. And then we're also going to talk about the importance of the spiral curriculum when it comes to literary analysis writing, that it shouldn't just be this isolated topic that's taught in this compartmentalized couple of months throughout your year. It should be embedded into everything that you do all the time. So again, that's ebacademics.com forward slash writing waitlist and put your name on the waitlist for December 29th and then you'll get those free videos for our um, free training on three essentials for teaching literary analysis. All right. I will see you guys on the podcast next week where we will be continuing our literary analysis writing conversation. I hope you have a great week and I will talk to you soon.